Hey friends and family, welcome to Left and White. On this episode, I talk with returning guest Tadeo Maximiliano Javier Hernandez. Max is a former student of mine, and I love to talk to him about how he sees the world. I hope you enjoy our conversation on America, capitalism, family, what we have and what we hope, getting out of the box, the education system, movements for change, and interrogating what we believe and why. Now you were in Florida before. Um, yeah, we have just finished up uh, the most delicious breakfast tacos prepared by by you and your mother, which were wonderful. Um, I'm enjoying the rest of my coffee. It says home is where my mom is. I love that. Um, it is, man. This I, I, I missed this place when I was in Florida. Yeah, yeah, I can see why. It's <laughs> it's it's a it's a very comfortable place. And if there was food like this all the time in my house, I would be a happy boy. Oh yeah. Um, so I want us to go deeper into some of the things we talked about last time, as well as some new things. Start us off. What are you thinking right now? I just wanted to clarify my stance on capitalism <laughs> because <laughs> I, I think I, also, I just said, oh yeah, I'm all for it, period. And we went a little deeper but, than that. Yeah. We talked but, about like, but it's, we talked it's, about family and like care, yeah. care, those who care about money versus those who don't care as much and like all that. I think it was. It yeah. Was yeah. Good. No, it's more of like, it's more like the, the idea of being used to the best um, is it being used in the best way possible? Like, no, obviously. Now mm. we have corporations. You know, we have Jeff Bezos not paying his damn taxes. I, I pay more and, taxes than he does. Right. Like, yeah. and, I, and I feel like I pay more taxes than he we does. We will do. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, uh, what I'm trying to say is I, I grew up with the mindset that, like, anything you want, go for it. Right? And that's mm-hmm. that's why I'm all for the idea of capitalism. Like, if you're given the freedom to to make your income whatever you want and to have any number um of sources of income mm-hmm. then go for it you know yeah sure it's it's like my my grandpa always said if anyone's broke it's because they want to interesting yeah and so and so do you agree with that in a way yes like i said we're given that freedom are there circumstances that that stop a lot of people mm-hmm. yes yeah but it's like if you truly want something you're gonna go get it mm-hmm like, I, I don't think there's someone that wants to stay in poverty for the rest of their life. Oh, no. Nobody wants that. Right. And so... So what's in the way, I wonder? So what's in the way? It's just the system that that mm-hmm. that they're in. Like, just it's just a cycle. I think that of, plays of, of, having, of having to, like, live paycheck, paycheck uh, by paycheck, mm-hmm. you know, living day by day. Use use the system to your advantage. There's, there's like, a saying, if you can't beat them, join them. Mm-hmm. I wonder <laughs> if that leads a lot of people to end up not taking risks because it's hard to take risk in yeah american capitalism the way that it is it is yeah and it's and it's hard but like if you don't take those risks mm-hmm. you're gonna stay in the same spot yeah there's never gonna be a chance of like of, of, of it getting any better because mm-hmm. you're not trying your your success is only up to yourself like you're the only one that gets to decide how far you want to be because let's face it like no one no one else is going to care about you right like if, that's definitely if, true if, <laughs> so it's so yeah, that's that's basically like my stance on it. And yeah. instead of like sitting back and complaining how like a lot of systems aren't fair, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot smarter to use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with you, but I still find myself complaining <laughs> um, yeah. because I see I see people that like can't fight the system because the system oh. is so good at keeping them down. So like the fact that minimum wage hasn't gone up in ten years 
and it's not just high school kids working minimum wage jobs like it's single moms trying to pay rent and you, like a minimum wage job in America full time you can't afford the average rent in mm. I think it's like 90 something percent of the yeah. country and that to me that's just wild it's like okay cool we expect people to work these low wage jobs of which that's a lot of people you know yeah. even even ten dollars an hour like full time that's not that much that's, that's, not, that's not what enough. that's 10, I've, I've 10 times there. 40 that's 400 dollars a week yeah you know and you hear this argument about like oh the the six hundred dollars a week that people were getting if they were unemployed for for like covid reasons it was yeah. six hundred dollars a week that the, the government was providing as unemployment yeah and it went down right it went down, but, but when it was that, you had this argument of like, well, people aren't going to work hard and they're not going to have the incentive to work if they're making more on unemployment. That's Which makes sense, <laughs> to which I say, why were people making less than $600 a week when they were working? Like, why have we allowed that, that system, yeah, yeah. which so many people, I, I don't remember the exact number, I'll have to look it up, but it's... It's not it's not a majority of the country, but it's a big chunk of the country that works these jobs that don't pay a living wage. Yeah. And to me, I don't blame the people. Those yeah. I blame those in power who have like yeah. created that, and then those in like our legislative systems who refuse to do anything to change that. Yeah. Like right. I think it was what, Nancy Pelosi the other day that was like thoughts and prayers for everyone experiencing blah blah blah. And I was like, ma'am, it's great that you want to offer your thoughts and prayers, but like you are the majority leader of the House of Representatives of the United States of America. Like, if anyone has the power to change this, it's you. Right. <laughs> and so that's what gets me is, like, it feels, it feels, um, and this is not my personal story because even as a teacher in Texas, like, I don't make bad money. Uh, so it, it's not like I'm hurting, but I look around at, like, you know, people you went to school with, people I've taught, and I see, I see that desperation, and I was like, they are working hard, you know? Like, they are... It's just it's just not paying off. But it's not it's not about working hard. Mm-hmm. It's about working smart. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that last time as well. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like if you see something that you can use to your advantage, like I said, you know, go for it. Like the fact that we're in like a capitalist country gives you mm-hmm. that ability. Mm-hmm. And it's, in theory, in in theory, in theory, yeah. but you can you can most definitely like do it. Mm-hmm. I wonder um, why so many people. Because aren't. well, because it's 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 easier to sit to sit back and complain, that's fair, and to wait for someone else to solve your problems for you. Mm-hmm. Like you see that a lot, like like in high school, like a bunch of kids like complaining that this this isn't fair, this isn't right, or like they don't want to do something. Yeah, but like then they want solutions, like for whatever for whatever reason they want mm-hmm. a solution, but they're not willing to put it that way to make that solution. That's a great example with with school because I remember <laughs> people would say I don't like the uniform. Like, I don't like wearing uniforms to school. Yeah. And I was like, cool, like, I don't have the power to change that. So you're telling me that is useless. If you care about this, why don't you get signatures from every kid that agrees with you and present that to Kirby or Dagnino or whoever yeah. Yeah, yeah. and tell them that, like, as a collective, as a collective, like, people, this is what you want. It's hard for leaders to ignore what the collective wants. Exactly. Unless, unless, you know, and that's a school, but, like, in America, the leaders are definitely ignoring what the collective definitely. wants. Yeah, yeah, Different yeah. Different conversation. And, and, when, and whenever, and whenever... Mm-hmm. The people that are supposed to take care of you aren't taking care of you, mm-hmm. then that's when you do something about it, right? Yeah. And it's and and <clears throat> a wise man by the name of Theodore Diddy <laughs> told me to be the change that I wanted to see. Yeah, he's right. So it's like, so I think that's just a solution here. If you want to get out of poverty, if you want to, you know, not live the lifestyle that you're currently living, then then it's you're the only one that can change that. I hear you. I just don't think I totally agree. 
even though I, I hate to go and, against, and, and, I hate to go against Diddy. You know, I know Diddy, Diddy's a guy I look up to a lot. I just I, I feel like we've let the American system of capitalism go so far that our individual actions rarely pay off the way that, that they should in theory. Yeah. Like in theory, yes, a person should be able to say like, okay, I don't like the job that I'm working right now. I would like to make more money and now I have the opportunity to go and do this. But look at, look at people making $9 an hour full time sorry you can't afford to live you have to have another job during the other time and then now your day is full and that doesn't even include taking care of a kid that doesn't include getting your car fixed that doesn't include yeah. like all the other things so i feel like there's i feel like there's lots of like things pushing on people in america rather than things that allow us to live out those ideals of like freedom and democracy and yeah. and free market capitalism in some ways yeah yeah and, and i see where you come from man. yeah and, and, and I totally it, hear you. It just—it's just like it's. I'm always thinking tough. about you know. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. It's, it's like a really tough situation, mm-hmm. and um, so, sometimes you have to like sacrifice something, you know, for like a greater good. There's always have to. There always needs to be like an equal balance, mm-hmm. like of uh of, of things. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's like those things that like pulling your back, are uh, mm-hmm. or like those things holding you down. Like if you let some of those go, like you'll be able to like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like bad balance that out it's like yeah. and that's it's tough because i because i fortunately like i i had everything i needed like i didn't i wasn't i wasn't completely, i wasn't completely poor mm-hmm. i mean i wasn't rich but it's like same but i think it's i think maybe it's hard for us to imagine <laughs> what someone is experiencing if we haven't had that story ourselves yeah um, and, and so i think that's like if, 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 if i were able to you know speak with someone that that lives like in like poverty poverty then right then yeah but the people that i that i do know that I have been poor mm-hmm. have managed to like get out of there by like mm-hmm. working smarter yeah it's definitely and, not like, it's and, not like, impossible and, and making no. moves yeah it's not yeah. impossible at all and oh i remember okay <laughs> i think people need to be taught how to be leaders instead of like yeah and make decisions for their own selves mm-hmm. and i mentioned it one time in your class when it, with with this whole what should be valued more freedom or or equality, equality. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like of People, people want to be equal. People want to be treated equally, but like, that's kind of like of a Americans kind of have like that cult mindset that you need someone in charge all the time. Yeah. Why, why not? Why not be that person in charge? Yeah, it's an interesting mindset. <laughs> I agree with that. It's an interesting mindset. While at the same time, we see ourselves as so individualistic. So yeah. it's like we have the cult mentality of of, of seeking leadership yeah. from others, yet we have individualism at the same time. And there's that paradox where I, I, I agree with you. I think both are true at yeah. the same time. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, th- I think – and, and I think that the education the, – the education system doesn't really teach that. Mm. They don't really teach kids how to be leaders. They teach kids how to how to be followers, how to work for someone, how to like – you know what well, I mean? How to, how to follow the rules. I think you're absolutely right on that, and that's one of – we mentioned earlier um, this idea of like fitting into the box and there's like this this standard and this norm that that people are supposed to fall into and not only is it hard to not do that but if you don't do that sometimes you're sometimes you're looked down upon or looked at differently in like a negative way so sometimes we see people like escape the box and be great and like you know you always hear stories about people who have started these massive companies who didn't finish college cool maybe that's because the system wasn't built for that type of innovation and these are small examples zuckerberg bezos etc i don't know if bezos finished college i think it was bill gates Gates, like dropped out of college and started you know one of the greatest like tech companies in the world right but these are small examples but think about people that like you in some ways are one of those people who like the the education system wasn't built for you to explore what you would be great at and i look at this all the time students who are like so smart 
but it's it's not able to be unlocked. Yeah. And I would I would argue, and there's some readings that I've seen about this, and some like historical evidence that like the system is designed that way on purpose. Yeah. Like the education system <laughs> is built yeah, to it, keep it, you in it, line. It, it was built to educate a factory labor force. It doesn't. It doesn't. It wasn't. It doesn't benefit the people in charge to have a society that's able to you know think for their own for their own. Yes. Yeah, if it's, you can keep if you can keep the population mm-hmm. ignorant, then you can maintain that power. Yeah. We're not taught to critically engage things. We're not taught to. Uh, we're not taught to interrogate the system, you know? We're not. <laughs> we're taught to just follow the rules. Mm-hmm. To just sit back, listen, raise your hand if you want to say something. <laughs> if you don't, you're bad. Right. If you don't, you are... Um, Any Anything outside of what's normal, mm-hmm. in quotations, is bad. That's why I think I wasn't the student that people wanted me to be in mm-hmm. high school. Or scholar, I'm sorry. Well, you were outspoken. I was. You were outspoken, oh. and and I like that, but some people don't. Because it's because, like I said, it, it challenges what they know. It challenges their what's what's normal for them. Mm-hmm. And people don't know how to engage with that. They whenever, don't. Whenever, so like, if someone presents an opinion that or a point of view that maybe is not either is not as popular or it's it's controversial, whether whether it's popular or not, like controversial right people then don't know how to engage back with that so if like if i'm to put something out in class or you're to say something in a class and like most people don't have the skill of how to engage in that conversation um which i think kind of goes back to i don't know what it was like in your household but like growing up in my community we were always told like you don't talk about religion and politics at dinner you ever heard that before yeah like this idea that like we don't talk about these things and I would say, like, every friend I grew up with, like, that was the mentality in, in our homes and in our communities. It's like, yeah. oh, these are controversial topics. These tear people apart. So we don't talk about these things at the dinner table. You know the only thing I talk about at the dinner table now? Whether it's out with friends or at home with Elizabeth? Yeah, how your day was or... No, it's... Oh, it's that. Politics. The original right. yeah, no. because, because and, and, and thankfully, you know, we've broken away from, from yeah, that yeah. sort of, like, suppressive way of being... Uh, but what it's done is, is bred an entire generation my generation, that we don't, maybe not all of us know how to talk about those things productively. And we're seeing yeah. it, we're seeing it to some degree with like, with your generation as well. But we're also seeing more of a break from that. Yeah. Like all, like all the, the TikTok kids who, you know, they're, they'll throw tear gas back at the cops, but they're yeah. afraid to ask someone else prom. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that weird dynamic. Yeah. Because like, I mean, it's simple. School teaches you what to think, not how to think. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's a it's, it's a terrible, it's a terrible cycle that we need to that we need to break. And, and that's that's why I have really, 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 really. I have a lot of hope for for this next for the, this next generation, the Generation Z, because I think that they're gonna make the changes that millennials complain about all the damn time. I agree, <laughs> I agree with you, and I hope so. And I like to I like to think of myself as a millennial who's like seeking change, but yeah. I'm also very excited for like Gen Z and yeah. and the the passion um, that they have and the way they care about people who are different than themselves. Like it's almost like they can't, most of them, not all, most can't even imagine how you could like not like someone just because they're different. Yeah. They're like, I don't get it. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. Whereas millennials and I'm, I'm like mid age millennial, meaning Mm -hmm. like I'm not at the, I wasn't born in, well, I think the mid eighties is when millennials starts and then it ends in like 2000. I'm like right in the middle, 1991. Um, so, oh. so my parents. You're a lot older than I thought. Really? Yeah. Well, I've been around for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> but my parents' age, like my mom was a little kid in the 1960s. Yeah. So was my dad. So 
they were around right after like school integration started and stuff yeah. like that. So they don't really remember too much about what it was like before. They only know what it was like after. Yeah. Whereas some of my friends who have parents who are a little bit older, you start to see this, this, you definitely see this way that they look at people who are different than them. Um, because they, they grew up in that time period yeah. where like, Oh, suddenly, suddenly I'm around school with all these people who are different than me, which I think overall is a good thing, but that doesn't mean anyone was prepared for how to handle that. Yeah. And the same people still aren't prepared on how to handle that. And then they raised people who are my age who are having to learn how to deal with that. So I'm really excited about Gen Z. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. For, you know, for just, <laughs> I'm just excited for the future, man. Yeah. Because, I think, I, because I know these kids are, are willing to have a second French Revolution if needed. I'm glad you mentioned the French Revolution because <laughs> I was going to mention that a second ago whenever we were talking about the system, right? Like inequality in America right now is higher than it was right before the French Revolution. I read, read that. Did you read that too? Yesterday. I saw that. Like yesterday I saw today. that on, on the Twitter and I, I was like, yeah. okay, this is a tweet. I'm going to look into it. I looked into it. It was like, okay, it's accurate. And I think part of that's why I don't totally agree with you about like everyone's in charge of their own fate because I think being in charge of your own fate at this point is very much like bucking the system that exists. It's not, I don't think it's using the system anymore. I think that because of the level of inequality we see, we see it might need to be a more active rejection of yeah. the system. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. And, and which I, we're and, seeing in some ways, yeah. you know, we're seeing, we're seeing more like progressive people getting elected to like Congress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're seeing protests and we're seeing people that are very angry about the way things are. And that doesn't mean everyone who is lighting an auto zone on fire is either good or bad right. or that they know what they're doing or that all they're right. a part of the movement that people say they're a part of, yeah, like yeah. Black Lives Matter, for example. Like I'm, I'm all for those rights, but <laughs> keep, keep going, man. <laughs> but, it, but, it's, but it's interesting, right? Like yeah. we, there are leaders and their followers. Yeah. And my question is who burning down a target is the leader and who are the followers I would be willing to put money on the leaders being people who would rather make the movement look bad than make the movement look good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, like instigators. I see where you're like instigators. Yeah, instigators. And I have no evidence of that, but I just it's something that like... No, no, no. And, and, and I see where out. you're coming from, and in some cases you are correct. Because everyone has the ability to be a leader. Mm-hmm. At least now. With, mm-hmm. with the internet, like anyone can become an influencer, anyone can become. We can use that voice, and, yeah, yeah, which is why I've so, enjoyed seeing more people speak out. And you know, I know, like social media speaking out doesn't really matter that much, but I've seen more people like share their thoughts and say, like, this is where I'm at on this. Like, I'm not going to take a neutral position. Like a lot, my Instagram is full of, uh, uh, I guess you can say, liberals that, that memes one. and liberals. Yeah. Okay. And so, <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, my, my personal Instagram is mostly memes, but but it's uh, yeah because uh, because yeah I mean I, I I use humor as a coping mechanism a lot of yeah, the me times. Too. Uh, me too. I get in trouble for that sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, but anyways, I, I I one time I mentioned because a lot of people were voicing their disgust or their their anger with with like everything with the system yeah and 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 it all started you know with you know with with George Floyd like that's yeah. that's whenever everyone. Did that one feel different to you? Yeah, because I Me think too. it's because I think it sparked a uh, a rage that like yeah, which was always which was always but, there, but, but now it's yeah, like, it, yeah, a rage that was that that finally came with change that like finally came with people like acting on 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 their like finally coming out and saying all right, yeah. there there definitely needs to be a change. But we're but not. I don't think we've seen the change yet. We haven't because we've, we've seen we've we haven't seen... because because we're not targeting the right people. 
Interesting. I I, I, told, I told a friend of mine, I was like, I was like, why are people getting mad at Trump? Like, and I, we, we mentioned Trump's it. a symptom. Trump yeah, is not. Yeah, yeah. That, Trump didn't create this. That's that's what that's what I told him. I was like, people yeah. people are getting mad at the puppet, not the ventriloquist. Mm. <laughs> I told I told. <laughs> that's the quote. I told him. Yeah, I told him that, and I and I was like, you really want to make a change? Destroy the whole system, like as a whole, man. I was like, you know, French people back in the day. They cut their heads off. It's like that's that's what they, they did. They did, and, and we're not saying <laughs> we're not saying that that we should jacobin some rich people. No, I, I am not saying that. I am not saying take their money and give it to the poor. No, Homeland Security just like comes to <laughs> the door. Get on the ground. <laughs> well, what's interesting is the beginning of our conversation. You were like, use the system. Yeah, use the system, but but, 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 but I, I, like, I'm like also I'm also agreeing with you. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. Because like right now, since nothing is really being done. Yeah. For the meantime, just use it to your advantage. Yeah, I no, I agree with you, and that's it's, what I was, I was talking to. Um, to well, I was talking to Abramowitz the other day. Um, well, I don't know if you had his class or if you had any. Uh, I had I had I had biology. You had biology with, with him, you? like in the ninth grade. Okay, great. So yeah, I, yeah. so um, Brian's a big environmental guy, um, and I just I love like learning from him about that, um, and like seeing him and his passion for like climate change and stuff like yeah. that. But he and I were talking the other day about investing. You know we're two nearly 30 year old guys who we should probably be investing our money and like yeah, of thinking about retirement and future and things like that and so he and I were kind of talking about like how do you socially consciously invest like how do you invest in companies that are doing good things that you deem as appropriate so like how are you choosing to invest in like a company like um, I don't know REI which is very they you know sell like recreational equipment and stuff like yeah. that so um, but a company that's like values um you know the community and the planet and the environment and things like that how do you invest in a company like that versus like exxon <laughs> or you know walmart yeah, um yeah, yeah. and then you also look at like okay, what companies grow and value the most well exxon walmart uh and so he and i were kind of talking about how do you how do you do that how do you direct your investments toward things that um align with your views on the world the more we learned about it the more we realized like you, you, you can't <laughs> and, and unfortunately because even if you go even if you go through like another company that you agree with or that has values that you align with those companies often still invest in things that you would not agree with so if you trace yeah. it down far enough there's and we've heard, we've heard before there's no such thing as conscious capitalism like someone is being exploited somewhere yeah whether it's so for example, Nike can come out and say, we're going to have Colin Kaepernick because, as our spokesperson because Black Lives Matter. And they knew they were going to lose yeah. customers, and they knew they were going to gain customers. It was yeah. a calculated business risk, and they were willing to take it. So, But who's making I, the shoes? <laughs> that's exactly the point. It's like, yeah, so you have these performative actions that you do. You have these, these value-signaling things. Yeah. But you're still paying, like, Bangladeshi kids cents a day to make these shoes that you sell for $120 or we paint Black Lives Matter on a street to make white people feel good or some white people feel good and other white people feel bad but black people are still over here saying like that's not what we asked for yeah that's not what we want or I don't know maybe you can give me like an, an example from like the Hispanic community as well um, uh, of like something like that the census Hispanic uh, channels are always saying like oh like like you count like like you matter mm-hmm. the senses or whatever mm-hmm. but they don't but we don't really receive the benefits that come with that yeah that's a good point you know what i mean like yeah like yeah like we're, we're counted 
think we but think that that's about it yeah how often do we see policies um that are passed whether it's state or federal that that benefit communities of color in general yeah. um I, I was talking to another another friend uh about his military service and uh he was kind of saying like what did i fight for what did i what did i do whose freedom was i was i preserving because he he said when he came back home my mom still lived in the same ghetto you know my my poor white friends still lived in the same trailer park yeah so who did i serve I served the status quo kept it the same and he had to have that realization of like is did, did i did i fight for anyone's freedom you know what i mean um, you fight you fought you fought you fought for the oil Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes, that's, yes, that's what you fought for, man. Yeah, yeah. And people don't like to hear that. People are fighting we, for anyone's we, we like to believe that we're that we're doing good work throughout the rest of the world. Like, like, really, who, like who's, who's trying to stop us from being free? Yeah, that's that. And <laughs> at times in history, yes. Now I would argue that like I don't think that our freedom is under attack uh, at all. But people say that it is because yeah, like, like, like who, like people why? are coming from south of the border, or people, Muslims okay. are coming over to you know check this out, change man. our values or whatever it is. I think I think there there is some truth to those claims. Are drugs being brought in from the south? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Me- do Mexicans bring drugs? Yes, mm-hmm. but they immediately go back to bring more. It's like they're just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like the like the, like the Mexican, the, majority, the ones though. that stay. No, of course not. Of course, the ones, the ones, the ones that stay. He, the ones, yeah, and obviously, like the ones, the people that, and and I, and I mentioned it earlier. Like I think that's why that's why this man Trump is a genius because he's like, well, he's not a genius, I but think, I think he's brilliant. No, I really do. Because <laughs> yeah. he's, convinced, he's convinced so well, many people that everyone else is wrong, and right. then an attack on him is well, automatically an attack on America and Christianity yeah, well, and patriotism. Yeah, but like, but I, when I say like genius, like in that aspect, yes, he's a genius. Yes. Is he like a genius? Not like, a very smart not, guy. Not, no, no, not really. But, but anyways, <laughs> uh, he takes like a certain because it's true what he said. It's it's not everyone's truth. It's literally that small portion. And that's that the problem he, that he made. It. That's yeah. that double standard of like. Um, I think one of the it was early 2017. I think there was the um, there was an illegal immigrant in California who killed a white woman like in San Francisco. I think yeah. it was. And I don't remember their names, but it became this big thing of like, see, this is why we need, this is why Trump was right. Like, this is why we need the wall and stuff like that. And I'm looking, I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Like, I'm sure that that, that like, people who come to America illegally are committing crimes in America, like to some degree. But there's also evidence that shows that it's at a lower rate than native-born Americans. And I'm not talking about like murdering people, I'm talking theft and simple stuff like that, yeah. right? And so, but there's, but the double standard I mean here is like, there's this way that this guy, this illegal immigrant, did this thing in San Francisco that became a representation of all Hispanic people, period. Yeah, but, but that same double standard is not applied for white people. It's not. Um, it's Dylan not. Roof shooting up a church full of nine black people. Um, uh, the guy in Colorado killing all those people in the movie theater. Um, yeah. These are all... Big examples. These are not representatives of their overall group. They're not being looked at as... Uh, standard bearers for people who are white but when you look at black people or Hispanics or Asians or whatever there's suddenly this thing where like one person's action represents their group as a whole perfect example not all cops are bad exactly yeah it's like just because one of them is in the KKK doesn't mean like we're all part of the KKK does the system of policing need work yes Yes. 
that's a different conversation than every person who is a cop being a bad person. Yeah. Exactly. It's, mm. what, it's, what, it's what satisfies their tiny brains, I think. Yes. <laughs> but then, because like we talked about before, um, is with school, we're not taught how to think critically. We're not. We're not taught to how to engage with each other. Um, and, 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 and how I, to have a productive conversation. And I think that's why I appreciate the teachers that I had. Mm-hmm. Because they understood that. We tried. So, so, so you know, <laughs> like guys like, guys like Brent McKinney. Yeah. Guys like... Yeah. Like Ted Diddy, like like mm-hmm. those 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 people were like a large like influence on yeah. like on me because mm-hmm. they they did teach me how to think, yeah. not what to think. Yeah, <laughs> good. And and if the answer if the answer turns out to be or the conclusion that a student of mine comes to is different than what I personally believe, good. <laughs> like, good. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. want and and again. That's fine. That's fine to disagree. It's fine to come to a different conclusion because I don't think there is necessarily a right answer. But isn't that beautiful to, to believe in in the power of a person being able to make decisions for themselves rather yeah. than being told what to think? Yeah. Because there's, I mean, again, you, you had people in, in, in your class or rather in my class at the same time who probably would have believed anything I said. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It would be wrong of me to, to abuse that. You have to push everyone. You have to. You have to ask who told you that. You have to ask where did you learn that. What are you basing that on? Why? 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 And you got to keep pushing. People are afraid to do that. Yeah, people. People are afraid to like challenge their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm which, afraid to sometimes. Which, which, which I think that's like one of like one of like like the one of my strong points. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've always I've always wrestled with my own thoughts, man. Like I, I, I never knew. Like I never had like a like a fair like stance. Like a, like a, like I always I always question everything. Like I question my I question my own existence since I was like three years old. It's exactly like, like remembered. You know, it's like yeah. I've always like just. Isn't weird how some people are kind of just like born that way? So like yeah. So, so the, there's that nature versus nurture conversation of like how much of it is because of your household and your environment versus how much you just born with. Yeah. I think some people are just born to be more inquisitive and like like I was always like a little adult even when I was a kid yeah you know and now that I'm older I'm more of a kid because I work with high schoolers all the time so you yeah. know someone someone says like booty and I'm like mm-hmm. it's funny um no no yeah, yeah. And I've always I've always like questioned everything like like, like with my, like my mom like I would absolutely hate it yeah whenever she would say because I said so and then I'd always yeah. be like but why why yeah <laughs> interesting like, why do you not want me to climb this tree, you know? <laughs> but that's, that's, that's a good point, too. You mentioned this earlier um, before we started about, like, it creates a better communication yeah. between, like, kids and adults, which is a skill. Yeah. It's just, and we, I think we all deserve reasons for things. I agree with you. Yeah. Because sometimes, you, wanna, sometimes you know, tough parents, that's a good thing sometimes. But yeah, and, everyone, and- everyone deserves to understand yeah. Reason. Yeah, and I th- and I think that's what's brought our relationship a lot closer. Yeah, because she she's like starting to like trying to understand me a lot more instead of like nah, you know, like you're, yeah, you're just a bad kid. <laughs> well, it's got to be hard for parents too, and I it I, is. I feel bad for my mother. <laughs> uh, but like when you when you have to as a parent realize that your kid is now an adult, and your kid has grown into a person with their own thoughts and feelings and views of the world that may or may not align with yours, and they're their own, they're their own personality, uh, and they have their own um, identity that might be different from from yours. Yeah. And it's got to be really hard for parents to come to terms with. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to shout out to shout both to our mothers who <laughs> had to deal with that. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. 
But hey, man, she's she's growing with me. Like like we're 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 both like in this together, you know. Right. Right. Like That's and I, and I've come to understand her a lot more as well. Exactly. You have always been someone that can kind of like play either side of a debate, and I remember this from class, and I've I've seen it throughout our conversations. Um, where do you think you got that from, or, or why why is it important to you to be able to do that? I, th- I think I was very fortunate with uh, the fact that like, I grew up with a lot of different mindsets, a lot of different ideas that sort of fed into that um, curiosity that I had as a kid, into like that. The fact that like, I wrestled with so many of my own personal thoughts, like I received outside um, ideas that sort of like fed into that and like like kind of like wrestled with that as well. Um, and I mentioned it in my, my first then like the, the first time we we talked, uh, like my like parents come from like two totally different backgrounds, so mm-hmm. like that's where like I had like those two different ideas, and then and then like like the cousins like that, that I grew up with, like they also had extremely different. Mm-hmm, points mm-hmm. of views and stuff like that um and i think uh i think and, and, and i think it just comes yeah it just comes from that from like family like i live in like in a really 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 diverse mm-hmm. family and when i say it's like like di- diversity of, of thought yeah um because because even because even even my my, my mom's sister's like they're different even though they grew up in one mm-hmm. household mm-hmm. like they each have their own different ideas and like and they're all like super super different it's like it's it's funny because like it's like they each it's, they're like the care bears they each have like their own little personality <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, well, like... it's a beautiful thing too to be able to have the experience of being surrounded by different ideas and and maybe sometimes people are telling you this is the right thing to do or believe yeah. and maybe sometimes they're just presenting it and letting you make the choice for yourself right yeah but a lot of people don't get that experience of being surrounded by that diversity of perspective or diversity of thought uh, and I think it's a really good thing and I wish more people had that because now not only not only are you able to uh, play both sides and argue both sides where appropriate yeah. you are still as a 19, 20 year old nah, I'll be 19 on Tuesday okay, 19 year old guy mm-hmm. like you are still wrestling with those ideas and figuring out which ones are going to stick with you yeah. and I can tell you that as a 20 29? 29, I think I'm 28. 29, yeah. I'm 20, well, November. So 91, yeah, you're going to be 29. I'm going to be 29? Yeah. Okay, as a 28-year-old guy, that I am still wrestling with those things. Yeah. Um, and I have learned, I have learned so much from my six years teaching. I have learned from the kids I taught, from the people I work with. I have learned from my family, from Elizabeth's family. Um, and... I can I can tell you that the wrestling doesn't stop. It doesn't. Man. Like you, <laughs> you will you will hopefully continue throughout your life to interrogate what you believe and why. Yeah, and and I think and I think that's just something that I've always carried. Like I've never, well, even if I did have like one uh, assertion, like a like one like definite point or stance on something, like I still question it and I, Good. St- I still like Good. try to try to see like if it's like completely right mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know yeah I mean I, I like it's also important to be like vulnerable in your beliefs too so like something I believe really strongly in is like having universal health care in America and like totally yeah. redoing the system I think that would be a big thing that would like change the lives of our people and give us that security to be able to pursue some of those things that mm-hmm. I think free market capitalism can provide uh, 
And so I believe it would work. It would work. It's worked everywhere else in the developed world. They do it great. It could work here too. But I will be the first to admit that I am wrong if it doesn't work. If it doesn't work. If yeah. we do it and it's terrible and everyone dies, I'll be like, you know what? That's on me. Like, yeah. I will be the first. Like, and I am so sure that I'm right about this. Yeah. I will be the very first person to tell you I wasn't. Yeah, and 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 I, and I think that's that's what hurts a lot of a lot of people like like that pride, like not being able to take, yeah. not mm-hmm. being able to take being wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and and that's something that I, that I really that I didn't really didn't really mind. Like I mean, you saw it like in, in the in the scholar council debates. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I gotta go back and watch those. Videos. <laughs> like it's I I remember like the last one that I did, like where I was trying to run for president. I just. I, I totally bombed, man. It was it was it was it's, awful. It was something. It was it was awful, man. I gotta go back and find that. <laughs> I've always been someone to just put myself out there and just not really care about how I look if I end up being wrong mm-hmm. or if I just make a fool of myself mm-hmm. because that just gives me like a, a, a chance to just like grow. Yeah. And just yeah. be better next time. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, it's. So what? What advice or encouragement would you? would you like to leave everyone with from your 19 years of life from exploring different ideas and perspectives and trying to figure out what you believe what would you say to everyone else who's listening never stop learning never stop always always look for 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 something never like like you you never stop learning you never stop growing like I, i think like i think that's what our purpose is here anyways yeah to just grow. Mm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully to leave something behind. Yeah. Some type of legacy. Some sense yeah. just to grow because like 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 any other form of life, mm-hmm. we just grow like plants. Yeah. They grow like they if you plant them, they grow, they leave their seed behind and then they die. Yeah. And then that's the cycle. Just like yeah. with animals. And I think that's 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 what we do. And not not grow like physically, but like up here as well, and like and leave right. our seed behind as well. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. legacy that you're about. I think I think that's what like I I'm, I might only be a kid, but like I, that's that, that's what I think. Yeah, I think I think I agree. Like with you. that's what my advice is: just keep learning, keep growing, keep nurturing your mind, because it's like it's the only chance like you have to, yeah. to do it. Thank y'all for listening. Right now, you're hearing a beat composed by Max himself. For more, visit leftandwhite.com and follow at leftwhitepodcast on Instagram. Until next time, be good.